there was some big talk after last week's episode because one of the big outfits that I hit you guys with was getting dressed for your Zoom calls. Thank you guys so much for all the feedback that you gave me on that. That one had my heart doing a little flutter because I felt like, whew, this is one of those ones where you're going to make friends or lose friends, but it's my point of view. It's how I feel. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to kind of just put this one out here, but I'm going to do a full episode on this because there was a couple key points. I really just wanted to dial in on this one and some mindsets around this one. I wanted to get into deep. You guys know I like to go super deep. What's up, Style Nation? Welcome to the Style for Life podcast. It's your girl, Katie, back with another inspirational, style-laced podcast for you today so that you can use your style to dig deep and master that confidence, baby, because at the end of the day, that's the game of life, right? It's just going to keep on life in, and we're just going to keep on working that confidence muscle. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, for listening. I know there's lots of podcasts and content that you can be consuming, but I hope you enjoy showing up here just as much as I do, and I'm so here for you. So let's jump in, because today is gonna be and juicy per usual. I think that's become my word now. I did a podcast interview the other day which was amazing. And when we were done, the girl was like, you didn't even use the word ju- juicy. I was like, how did that happen? Because I use it so much. Like, I think juicy is the has replaced fuck for me. <laughs> so anyways, before we hop into to today's episode, I have to tell you something really fun and exciting. It's totally relatable to, to God, I cannot talk, to today's episode. But I have a secret for you. So if you love this podcast, and it's amazing, and you love the direction that we're going in with really dressing for who we need to be and tapping into ourselves and learning more about ourselves so we can grow just exponentially, right, and in a fun way, then you're gonna love my new secret podcast. And yeah, I'm calling it a secret podcast. It's a private podcast, so it's not open to just anybody. Um, but I also like the idea of it being like a secret podcast because I love the ideas of secret societies because just, I don't know, we like to belong, right? Like as humans, we like to belong and there's, it's like being in community and obviously I love community. That's why I started the style squad, but it's like when you have your own little code language and, you know, inside jokes and things like that, like, I just love that. So anyways, secret podcast is out And what is a secret podcast about, you ask? Nailing your next photo shoot. So I did a five-part mini-series, private secret podcast for anyone who wants to dial in. And there are five little mini-episodes. You can listen to one a day or binge them all at once. It's up to you. They're all roughly between five and seven minutes a piece. And because they're so tight, you know, I couldn't like share a bunch of stories. I want all in action packed. So whether you have a photo shoot coming up, an event coming up, or like, let's be honest, we're always taking pictures, right? If you're really trying to dial in and you want to nail your next photo shoot, then you got to go check out my super secret private podcast, five-part mini series called Nail Your Next Photo Shoot. 
I just tried to put it all in, talked about why it's so important, your photos last forever, how to bring your brand and your vision to life in your photos. I shared some of the processes that my clients and I walked through. I talked about necklines and how that can make a really big difference when we're talking about our body shape and styling for our photos, exactly what outfits you should pick, um, what themes of outfits you should have in your photo shoot, how to craft your vision from start to finish, the golden ratio, the three Bs, like literally everything I can think of, I put into this just to get you out there and get you going. And like I said, it's action packed because it was five minutes, seven minutes. So it was like, here, go do this, right? So go download that. I will put the link in the show notes, but it's katiejuststyled.com backslash nailed it. I had to. Like, do you guys watch the show? Was it a cake show or just a cooking show? I can't remember. But I feel like we watched it as a family, and I was like, oh, my God. So katiejustyled.com backslash nailed it. Go nail your next photo shoot, your next event. Look good on camera because we all know I post the memes all the time about what we think we look like and what our iPhone tells us that we look like. But this is also when really geared towards when we hire professional photographers. But the tips all translate, whether we're doing it ourselves or if we're hiring a photographer. So don't overthink it. Just have fun. That's what this is, is all about. So episode 220. Today, we are going to talk about dressing for a big event and specifically big like emotional events. Last week, last episode of this one's 220, then that one was 219, was the four outfits that every female entrepreneur needs. And we walked through each one of them. One of them was events, of course. And I said, I'm going to kind of just put this one out here, but I'm going to do a full episode on this because there was a couple key points. I really just wanted to dial in on this one and some mindsets around this one. I wanted to get into deep. You guys know I like to go super deep. And I just didn't want to like clog up that whole episode because I really wanted to get through those four outfits. So we're going to focus on events today. But there was some big talk after last week's episode because one of the big outfits that I hit you guys with was getting dressed for your Zoom calls and respecting your time and energetic investment in that call as well as the person that you're meeting with. So thank you guys so much for all the feedback that you gave me on that. That one had my heart doing a little flutter because I felt like, whew, this is one of those ones where you're going to make friends or lose friends. But it's my point of view. It's how I feel. So, you know, it is what it is. Not here to be everyone else and sound like everybody else. I'm here to share my special energetic feelings and gifts with you. And if you feel the same, then like we're vibrating at the same speed. So we should be hanging out. So let me know if you listened to last week, what were your thoughts on the Zoom call outfit? Do you agree or disagree? Open either way. Let me know. And then shout out to everybody who listened to it. Thank you. Thank you. I love feedback. Send it my way. So let's hop into how to dress for an emotional big event. So I have a good friend. Um, her name's Jenna. She owns a marketing company called Blue Louis Studios. We did a fashion show together in October of 2022. And she's a really fabulous fucking human. I've never been to Cleveland before. So I got to go to Cleveland, do this fashion show with her. It was amazing. But what I've really learned from watching her is events. 
and event planning and like all the things that go into creating awesome events for people, live events are heating up, right? Because we haven't had them in a long time. And, you know, we're ready to get the fuck back out there and do some things. So she had me come in and do a live Zoom in her private group to talk about how to prep for upcoming events and like mentally from a style standpoint, like what to wear. And we had this really juicy conversation and I was like, oh my God, I want to share, not just like, here's some hot style tips. The styled tips for styling your body really don't change, right? Your body shape's the same, whether you're getting dressed for your Zoom call or whether you're getting dressed for an event. What changes is who we need to be, who we want to be, who we're becoming, and who we're going to be on the other side of that event. So I really want to share, I have some, like, without us working one-on-one, like the one thing I think you should really focus on to give you some action steps and implementation for you to do your style. But I wanted to give you some mindset things to think about as you craft your vision for the event. So whether you're the person hosting the event, then it absolutely is a fucking vision, or you're the person attending the event, then what's the intention? Events take a lot of time and energy. And specifically, if we're talking to female thought leaders here, I'm thinking our networking events. I'm thinking of hosting retreats. I'm thinking of anytime you're meeting with a client, maybe a potential client, anything that's emotionally charged, right? It could be sales calls on Zoom, right? I know a couple of people that do those. I do those, obviously. There's a lot of energy and intention and attention that goes into them. And at the end of the day, I mean, isn't that just what life is all about? Is about keeping promises to ourselves through our self-confidence and being intentional. And if we can just like every day build that intention muscle and that confidence muscle, then we're winning. So I had this super juicy conversation around events. And I told her, like, I've been really big in analogies lately because I think analogies have always helped to me when I've been coaching with people. And they help me a lot when I'm making decisions or when I'm feeling stuck against something. So I like to use them a lot. They're amazing. So we were talking and this like magic just popped out my mouth. And I was like, events are kind of like traveling to me, right? Like when we're going to a special event, who we want to be, who we are stepping into and how we're going to dress is very different than our everyday lives. When we travel a lot, I see this a lot and I do it too. I probably did a whole episode on the cute ass dress I wore on my birthday in New Orleans, right? Because I knew that I wouldn't run into anybody I saw and I could be this other version of Katie. So we were talking about how like when we dress for events, it's kind of like when we dress to go on vacation. Like it's like you're channeling a different part of yourself. And one of the other stylists that I know, she calls it having a fling with fashion. And I was like, oh, so good. And that's just like stuck in my brain. And what happens when we travel? We learn new things. We learn new things about ourselves. We learn new things about different cultures. Like we get to experience the world. We grow because every time you're learning, you're growing, period, right? I mean, every day you're growing. And what I specifically love around events and or traveling are the connections that you get to build, right? So whether you build that connection with, I haven't, well, that's not true. I have traveled by myself. 
But I'm thinking of like vacations. So either you build a connection with yourself, a deeper one, probably a deeper sense of trust that, oh yeah, I can just like travel the world by myself. A deeper connection with the people that you are with. You cannot not travel with people. I mean, you can't not build connections with people that you're traveling with because you're spending so much time together. You're seeing all the different facets of this person, right? Friends, family, spouses, partners, all of it. And events, like we're going to dive into this, is really, in my opinion, about creating authentic and deep connections. And you're also learning and growing just like you are when you're traveling, right? So when you're getting styled for your event, this is just one way to think about crafting your intention for the event, right? So where I live locally, there's some really cool in-person networking events, and they're not inexpensive, right? They can be anywhere from $100 to $500. So we're putting our time, we're putting our money, which seems to be recently like our two most valuable resources. So let's not waste our time or our money not showing up with real intention on what we want to get out of this, what we want to give this situation, right? It's both. You have to give and you have to receive. And you should be doing both. It's a constant circle, infinity, like rotation, yin and yang of life. So let's tap into the learning and the growing. We know that that's going to happen. But what I really want to focus on is the connection. How are we using our outfit to connect with the people that are at this event? What are we wearing that's giving someone a reason to come up and talk to us? So if we're just thinking about a really big event, what are you wearing that's going to make someone be like her? I need to know her. How are you attracting your people? Because the person that's going to walk up to me and say, Oh my God, I love your lipstick. That me- I mean, we're in. We're lipstick sisters now. Like I already know that you're my people and I get to take this conversation in whatever direction I want to take it in. And we all have that thing, right? We all have our own thing. So what is that thing that you are wearing to be memorable to your people, right? How are you being memorable to the people that matter? So for all my female entrepreneurs, like, What are your brand values? How are we connecting back to that? How are you exuding that leadership, that authority? Um, I don't know. I can't right now. My brain literally went blank on brand values, right? So like mine, for instance, is fun. One of my really big brand values is to have fun and be playful. So that's what pink is for me is that bright pink. It's fun. It's playful. I love red lipstick. I think I actually look really good in red lipstick. I know this isn't about me, but I don't wear it as much because it's not as playful to me. Like red lipstick is a power move. And yes, I want to be powerful and perceived as powerful, but I also want to be playful because that's what I'm craving in my life all the time. And I think while I fully believe that style is the unsung hero of personal development, I think it can be the fun unsung hero of personal development. And we're going to talk about that in a minute too. So when you're planning your vision for your outfit, here are my favorite tips. One, personally, I'd rather be overdressed and underdressed any day. (laughs) So whatever situation that you're in, like that's where I would rather be, whether we're meeting a client for the first time or we're at a networking event. I don't think anything's wrong with that because 
what our style is, is a reflection on our outlook of life. And when you're overdressed, to me, that carries a form of optimism. That carries a form of taking care of myself, putting time and intention into things that I that matter. And I think anytime we've put the amount of time and energy it t- takes to get quote unquote overdressed, whatever that is, that's what that signals to me. So use that little fashion psychology nugget to your advantage. So one, I would always opt for being overdressed instead of underdressed. Two, get really clear on what am I wearing to be memorable to the people that matter? What am I wearing that's going to be my conversation starter? You own something, you have something, there's a color that you wear that every single time you wear it, somebody stops you and compliments you on it. That is what you're going to wear to these emotional big life events. Like I said, whether you're meeting a client for the first time, doing a sales call, or going to a 400-person in-person networking mixer, right? What is that thing that you're wearing that makes you feel amazing? Because when people stop and tell us that we look good and stuff, like, it feels good, okay? So receive that. Who doesn't love compliments? compliments. It's why we're all addicted to social media and hearting and looking at the hearts and everyone liking our stuff because we're humans. We want to connect, right? We want to be seen. We want to be heard. So we're going to wear something that's memorable to the people that matter. And then next, I think the biggest thing to lean into when we're going to events is color. Use your color psychology to master the mood, okay? Use the color psychology to master the mood. So you've heard of power colors. I know you have. Everybody has a power colors. In fashion, when you're being taught like textbook, power colors are black and white and red, Black and white because of the authority that they give off and the starkness that they are. And when they're used as opposing colors to your inherent body colors, they create a really strong power dynamic. So for instance, if you have darker hair and a deeper skin tone and you're wearing all white, you're sending a message, right? Like the contrast is really high. It's very powerful. It screams, I'm an authority and I'm a leader in this space, right? So then for all my fair skins, blonde hair, if you wear all black, that's the complete opposite of you, then it screams that too, right? You've created the opposite of contrast. It also screams authority. For those of us that are in the middle with the medium contrast, our power colors tend to be red. Now, red comes in many, 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 many different shades. And I would even put pink on that spectrum. And I would even put coral and orange. Any of those really passionate, enticing colors are your power colors. So this is why crafting your vision for the event is so important and crafting your intention for the event is so important. What are you going to this event to learn to grow, to connect with people, all of those things. And what are you going to wear to get yourself there, right? So if if I'm going to an event of 400 people here locally and it's a networking event for my business, then bet your ass I'm wearing a power color, right? 
bet your ass I'm wearing pink. For you, that might be burgundy, that might be a cherry red, it might even be a really deep magenta, right? But here is the psychology killer, um, the secret weapon that I don't think a lot of people talk about is our inherent colors. So we know we have our power colors and it screams confidence, leadership, authority, thought leader in my space. Here I am. I'm killing it. But what are we pairing those power colors with? So I love to get really juicy. And this is where like style and fashion psychology like really, really uh, turns people on. And I think it becomes magic is when we start to pair our power colors with our inherent colors. So our inherent colors are the colors that are come natural to our body, right? Inherently. So it's the color of your lips, the color of your eyes, the color of your skin and your hair. So when I work with clients, we go through this whole color process and we go through all of this and we match those up to Pantone swatches. Well, they're not really Pantone swatches, but color swatches and we start to create palettes from that and then we start to mix and match all of these things and a lot of times your power colors are probably going to be your brand colors they're the colors that you're naturally attracted to and red a shade of red and then our inherent colors again our lips eyes skin and hair because when we wear our inherent colors it makes us appear more friendly and more approachable and more natural when we appear more friendly, approachable, more natural, we automatically exude a level of confidence. And this is where we start to transcend, transcend, not transcend, transcend appearing cocky to appearing confident. So you know what I'm talking about. Like someone can walk in a room and they can just appear arrogant. And there's a fine line between being really uber confident in who we are and what we do, how we do it, and being arrogant in who we are, what we do, and how we do it. And I think it's really the color psychology here that we can use to do that. So the hottest tip of the day for getting ready for your special event is mixing your power colors and your inherent colors. And you might be screaming to yourself like, Katie, well, how the fuck do I wear brown? Because <laughs> I get that one a lot. There's lots of different ways to dissect this. We can talk about that styling, but get clear on that. It could be, say, if you have a really nice rosy lips, it could be your fingernail polish color. It could be matching um, your accessories. It could be your shoes are brown instead of black, right? There's lots of fun ways to accomplishment accomplish this but it's really that idea of mixing these two things mixing your power color to say yes I'm an authority yes I'm an expert yes I know what I'm doing with your inherent colors that say but and not but and I'm friendly approachable and natural and I do it with so much ease so if you're ever in doubt we always go overdressed instead of underdressed Number two is what is that thing that everyone compliments you on when you wear it? You're going to allow yourself to wear it to this event. And then number three is mixing your power colors and your inherent colors to exude uber, uber confidence. So before I let you go on those three tips on how to dress for your next big, quote unquote, emotional event, let's talk about allowing ourselves 
to wear stuff. Because I mentioned like allowing ourselves to wear something that's memorable because it draws a lot of attention. But that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to be seen. We're here to be heard. We all have gifts to share that are amazing. And we can't share them if we're hiding, right? And we all know as business owners, anyone that's running a business or growing at some point in our lives, we're constantly selling ourselves, whether we think we are or not, we constantly are. And growth comes from people, right? You've heard the phrase, your network is your net worth. You are the five people you hang out with and spend the most time with. How are we connecting those people? How are we growing our reach if we're not being memorable and allowing ourselves to wear those things? So allow yourself to wear those pieces. Don't be afraid to be seen. Don't be afraid to be heard. And if you start to feel uncomfortable in any of these areas, when you hear me talk, use this as a bridge. Use your fashion and your style as a mirror because it is letting the world know what your outlook is on life, right? It's really a reflection of what we're valuing at this point in our life, what's going on in our life on the outside. Use it as a bridge to understand yourself more. If you're feeling a lot of resistance around allowing yourself to wear, quote unquote, the clothes that you're saving for a good occasion, (laughs) and you won't even wear them to the occasions, ask yourself, where else are you blocking allowing things into your life? When we can use our clothes to do this, I think it's so magical because they're just clothes. And that's the power of it. They can change your whole day if you don't like them and you can just change them. It's that easy, right? Like, yes, they can make or break your mood for the day, but you can so easily take it off and try on something new. And it's one of the only areas of our lives that we can do that. It's very hard to break habits and just, oh, this old habit's not working. Let me just change it and throw it in the dirty hamper. We think we can do that, but we can't. And that's why I think using our clothes as that mirror is super fun and special. So I hope that you guys enjoyed my tips on how to get dressed for a big event. Don't forget to go get access to that super secret private podcast, five-part mini series, nail your next photo shoot. And I will see you on the flip side. Thank you.